My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal. Five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Launched a couple of years ago, call it 2010, now 70 people between New Jersey and Europe. Again, 600 customers paying an average of thousand bucks per month. So north of 600 grand per month in revenue. Uh, that's up about 40% year over year. They finished 2017 with about 5.1 million bucks in revenue. In terms of economics, 12% logo churn uh, per year, and they've got net negative revenue churn annually, which is great. Too early to measure CAC and LTV, things like that, as most of their 70 person organization is actually focused on engineering and customer success versus sales, marketing, or any inbound strategy. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're a bit strapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Jeremy Greenberg. He's the founder and CEO of Seller Cloud. His vision has guided Seller Cloud to the forefront of the competitive e-commerce management playing field. Jeremy, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. Tell us, tell us about the company. What do you guys do and how do you make money? So we uh, help e-commerce companies manage their orders, their inventory, pretty much all their business processes across uh, everything from how they manage their suppliers to actually shipping out products to the customer. And uh, that includes also uh, listing products and uh, various things like uh, integrating with Amazon, eBay, their own website to really uh, be the operating system of that business. Um, so we make money basically charging per order. You know, we basically have a transactional fee. So we charge starts at 25 cents an order, but basically every month we tally up how many orders went through our system and that's how we bill for all of our services. We do have some, you know, secondary, you know, upgrade, uh, you know, options and things like that, but primarily our, about 90% of our revenue is from, uh, per transactional type uh, charges. Jeremy, is this predictable revenue? I mean, would you consider it SaaS revenue or no? It's too seasonal and choppy to be predictable. No, it's very predictable. There is a, is a seasonable a- aspect to it. You know, obviously in December, there are more orders going through our system than in, you know, March or something like that. But uh, there's a predictable pattern. We've been, tri- you know, we have a trend that we could see, uh, you know, December is usually a certain percentage higher than November. And then January is a certain percentage higher than that. And, and 
because we bill after the fact. So, uh, so basically, uh, in January, we're billing for December, which is usually the biggest month. And then there's a typical percentage that it dips. And basically, because we're a growing business, every year the baseline goes up. But basically, there's a similar pattern that goes from one year to the next. So over, over the past 12 months, Jeremy, what, how, how has that baseline increased? What's been your growth rate year over year? Growth rate uh, last year, uh, the growth rate's been around 40% each year. Okay. So consecutively. So uh, And that's in terms, of rev- in terms of actual revenue, correct? Yeah, actual revenue. Some of that is really from new clients. Some of it's because our existing clients are actually growing. Yep. And, and, and uh, what are those clients? I mean, I know you have many different kinds of clients, but give me an average. On average, what's a customer pay you per month or per year? Probably around a thousand dollars a month. Uh, the bottom, the, the lowest tier is five hundred dollars a month. We have like a minimum of five hundred, but some clients are paying us several thousands. You know, depending on how big they are. Okay. And put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch? Uh, 2010. 2010. January. Okay, very good. And have you bootstrapped the company or have you decided to raise? No, it's all bootstrapped. I love so that. Uh, you know, we earned our first profit in 2012, broke even in 2012 and started to make a profit and then gradually grew the business uh, from that point till now, you know, gradually adding employees and uh, so expanding your, ca- your cash flow positive today. Uh, correct. correct. And, and how many folks are on the team? There are so uh, there are 35 in my office here in New Jersey, and then about two years ago, I added an office in Europe. So we have around an equal amount in, in the European office. Okay, so 70 uh, folks total, all full time. Correct. That's correct. great. So New New Jersey and uh, and Europe, very good. And what have you scaled to over the past eight years in terms of total customers on the platform? So we have over 600 clients. Um, now some of those clients vary in size, like I said. Uh, some of them have over 100 employees, you know, using using their account. Uh, and some of them are small, you know, like just a few people in the company. Uh, but uh, we have over, I think, something like 610 or something like that was our last count. Okay. Jeremy, can I multiply that? So can I take 610 times that $1,000 a month average you just gave me? I mean, are you guys doing somewhere around 600 grand a month right now? Yeah, the, uh, probably a little bit more. But yeah, somewhere in that range. Okay. Um, and with 40%, last year we did around, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So last year in 2017, we did around $5.1 million in revenue. So, uh, you know, it's gradually increased between then and now. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping to, uh, you know, continue to grow at that rate. It's sort of hard to, uh, you know, we're trying our best to maintain the rate, you know, the growth well, rate. Well, Jeremy, just to be clear, I mean, if you did 5.1 million last year and you're already doing north of 600 a month, uh, 600 grand a month today, that's, a, you know, that's a $7.2 million run rate up from a $5.1 million run rate just a year ago. So you already have healthy growth, even if the year ended today. Correct. Yeah, that's great. What, you know, churn is critical in any kind of SaaS business, uh, especially in kind of marketing and sales tech space. What's your churn today and how do you measure that? So we, you know, we have all kinds of reporting. So we do, uh, you know, we can report on logo churn and revenue churn, and we do that on a monthly basis. So basically, uh, you know, if you have your, you know, we still use QuickBooks to manage our finances, but what we've done is we have our own internal system that we uh, we can reference, uh, you know, by, by the client ID that we have. And, you know, we run a bunch of reports and we can basically run a 12-month churn and a 18-month churn, both, both on revenue and logo churn. So, so Jeremy, what is the revenue churn per, month, per, per year today? So, I think it's around 88%. That's retention, not churn. 
Oh, sorry. That's the logo churn. The revenue churn is somewhere around 90, 90%. Just to, just to be clear, you're, Jeremy, just to be clear, you're not talking about churn. You're talking about retention. Yeah. So revenue churn. Um, if you have 90% revenue churn, what that would mean is if you're doing 5 million last year, that would oh, go so down to like a million. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So we have net negative uh, churn. Yeah. So we're, we're not only retaining our clients, but we're adding clients every month. So. Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to figure out, gross revenue churn per year is what? 12%? Because you said you retained 88. So if you retained 88, that means you churn 12. Yeah. Yeah. Is That's, that right? That was the logo churn I was referring to. What's revenue? So the revenue, I, I honestly don't have the number offhand. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. So okay. So twelve percent logo churn per year, and you have net negative revenue churn uh, each year. Correct. What do you drive? The only way to have net negative revenue churn is to obviously be driving expansion revenue. What kinds of additional things are you selling into your, you know, into your customer base that drives the upsells? So we've been expanding on our product on a product line. So it used to be that we just had the seller cloud service that people would pay per transaction. Now we have some add-on services, both in professional services that we're charging for, like uh, white glove type services where we're, we're help going down to people's offices or giving them, working on projects with them, customizing things for them. And then we also have some additional products, like we introduced a product called SKU Stack, which is a warehouse management solution, which sort of is in tune with the type of customer that we have, but going deeper into the operations, uh, deeper into the warehouse uh, and, you know, originally we just sort of managed inventory on a simple level, you know, uh, what's in the warehouse. Now we actually, with SKU stack, you can actually track where stuff is in the warehouse, scan everything to, you know, in and out of uh, bins in the warehouse and track serial numbers and, you know, all kinds of more advanced uh, type stuff. So we actually charge extra for that per okay. month. So. Interesting. And when you're signing up one of these a thousand dollar a month accounts, what are you willing to spend to acquire that customer? Fully weighted. Um, to be honest, I re we really don't know what our cost of acquisition is because until the last few months, it's been pr pretty much uh, organically grown. But uh, you know, we do spend. Uh, you know, it's very hard to actually crunch those numbers. How, you know, how are you getting? Let's instead of focusing on the number, then let's focus on how you're getting new customers. So, how are you signing up new customers? So there's a lot of ref referrals, you know, from existing clients. And then uh, we do go to some trade shows, but... Uh, what would you pay for a trade show? What was the last one you went to? So we would go to, let's say, eBay Open. You know, we were, a, you know, a silver sponsor or something like that. And, you know, might spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, you know, attending a trade show like that or the internet retailer event. Um, so those are, you know... Depending, you know, depending on travel and setting up the booth, it could cost twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars to to get involved in one of those conferences. But you know, we maybe meet a hundred, you know, potential clients, and uh, sometimes the sales cycle is kind of long because they, uh, you know, they don't necessarily want to transition to another platform in the middle of the year. They want to, you know, plan it and negotiate and whatever it may be. But uh, that's been the primary way we've gotten to know new, new people. Uh, but uh, initially, it was all through organic uh, recommendations and referrals. Um, Jeremy, break your team down today. What, what percent are like sales, marketing versus engineering? So we, we only have four people in sales. Okay, what about marketing? Marketing, we have one person. And what about kind of like content, things like that, SEO, SEM? 
Just one person. Okay, so five people kind of total on that side? Correct. And then the rest are all engineers? Um, no, there's, so there, there are around uh, 20 people who are involved in support, onboarding. Okay, that's know, like customer success. Customer success. Yeah. So aside from them, the rest are all either developers or project managers and things like that. So it's mostly we're pretty much heavy weighted on the technology side. Yep. Uh, development wise. That's great. Now you've bootstrapped the company. Uh, would you ever raise capital? Are you in talks today to raise any capital or no? Um, I'm not in talks right now. Uh, you know, it's, it's at the right time. Maybe it would make sense. Um, one of the challenges a company my size is that, you know, it's, uh, you don't want to really give up equity at this stage unless you really need it. Um, it's sort of, uh, you know, uh, it's really hard to know what what'll be, but uh, I think uh, I probably want the company to grow a little bit more mature, so that it's a little bit more uh, easy to get like a, a minority investor or something like that, you know, without giving up too much equity percentage wise. Um, but we sort of got through a lot of the hard stages already. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're building a great company. I, I love it. It's great that you're doing it bootstrapped. Um, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I haven't really read too many business books. To be honest. And, and the last book you read. Um, I read a book, uh, about emotional intelligence by, um, uh, uh, Cialdini. Sounds familiar. Robert. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, I, mean, I don't have a good answer for that one. It's fine. Emotional <laughs> intelligence. Uh, number two, is there an under the radar CEO that you follow or study? Uh, not really. I'm pretty much, uh, you know, I don't really follow any type of model. It's pretty much just, uh, you know, there's I think no, there's I no think- CEO in New Jersey. When you're having a bad day or you want to brainstorm, you go out to lunch with. No. no. Okay. Number three, <laughs> what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Um, online tool. Um, I think LinkedIn is a very powerful tool that from a business standpoint, uh, networking and, uh, you know, uh, it seems to be, uh, probably the, the most powerful free tool out there as far as business growth. Um, especially when you're dealing with organic growth. Um, great. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? You know, five hours of sleep. Jeremy, that's not healthy. <laughs> Why are you sleeping more? <laughs> I'm not working hard enough, right? <laughs> I would not say just because you sleep less means you're working harder. I do not think those things are correlated at all. But uh, Why do you sleep more though? Seriously, what do you have little, small kids at home or? Yeah, I got some small kids at home, but uh, you know, it's, it's uh, challenging balancing uh, all of the responsibilities at home and at work, but uh so, so how many, how, so first off, are you married? I'm married. Okay. Yeah. Married. And how many kiddos? I've got eight kids. Oh my God. Jeremy. Okay. That's the reason you just say, Nathan, leave me alone. I have eight kids. That's why I only sleep five hours. All right. And how old are you, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm 40. 40. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, I wish, uh, wish I knew, uh, I wish I knew earlier that, uh, you know, people really needed software like this. I could have had a head start. I guess. 
Guys, earlier start on software. There you have it from Seller Cloud launched a couple of years ago. Call it 2010. Now 70 people between New Jersey and Europe. Again, 600 customers paying an average of thousand bucks per month. So north of 600 grand per month in revenue. Uh, that's up about 40% year over year. They finished 2017 with about 5.1 million bucks in revenue. In terms of economics, 12% logo churn uh, per year. And they've got net negative revenue churn annually, which is great. Too early to measure CAC and LTV, things like that, as most of their 70 person organization is actually focused on engineering and customer success versus sales, marketing, or any inbound strategy. So Jeremy, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy.